So let's go ahead and get started. It's uh, Dr. Derry and a couple things. Uh, one, it's great to be back. <laughs> what started off as a, what was supposed to be a couple days uh, off uh, turned into a somewhat protracted days off uh, that were uh, complete with uh, finally having to admit exhaustion, uh, mental frustration <laughs> with uh, what was happening, finally acquiescing to finally getting some rest. Then uh, getting a little sick myself. Um, I think it was not COVID. I've been tested a couple times. So if you hear a little hoarseness in my voice, I'm still kind of getting through whatever it was that, that I had. Uh, Doc Griggs uh, himself uh, kind of underwent a, a very similar uh, set of circumstances of uh, in terms of uh, needing rest then acquiescing to exhaustion, and then also uh, sick. So there's going to be a couple of uh, uh, stories or even episodes uh, that are going to be me, but uh, believe you me, Doc Riggs will be back here very soon, and we will be resuming the podcast together. Moderna vaccine to begin phase three clinical trial. Now, as the pandemic continues to evolve, people across the world are eager for a vaccine to become available in the foreseeable future. Currently, there are several vaccines being tested through a series of trials to determine the effectiveness and accuracy. Recently, the biotech company Moderna announced that their vaccine is entering a phase three trial in which 30,000 healthy people in the U.S. will be enrolled. There will be 89 testing sites throughout the country in which half of the participants will receive two doses of the vaccine that's 28 days apart, while the other half will receive a saline placebo. Now, neither participants in the trial nor the medical staff will know whether the actual vaccine or the placebo is being administered to whom. That's called a double-blinded uh, uh, clinical trial. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci, again, making infectious diseases doctors cool again, reported that the phase three trial is expected to have full enrollment of 30,000 people by the end of the summer. He also noted that results may be available as early as November. So, now enter big-name pharmaceutical company Pfizer, and they've also indicated that they were entering the final stage of their vaccine trials as well. This trial will also enroll 30,000 people from 39 states in the U.S., but this will also include uh, countries uh, in South America, including Brazil and Argentina, as well as Europe uh, and, and Germany particularly. Several other companies are collaborating to develop and test potential vaccines. As many of them prepare to enter this final stage of testing, it reflects that progress is being made in developing a solution to protecting against COVID-19. So my thoughts on this is, as we get to some of these late stage trials, uh, researchers will be monitoring volunteers to observe any potential side effects and you know, whether the vaccine actually works and protects against COVID-19. Previous trials of the vaccine have indicated that there was a very robust immune response with very little or transient side effects, such as a sore arm, fatigue, achiness, and fever. However, the type of immune response necessary uh, to deter COVID-19 is not yet known, and phase three trials will be essential to determine this key immune response. Also, let's be very clear that right now the vaccines that are available to us that are in these phase three trials are requiring two doses, usually about a month apart from one another. And I mention that just because you're aware that that is going to ultimately likely complicate the delivery of these uh, vaccines because it's during that second dose of the vaccine that there's been stimulation of antibodies. So 
But here at Noise Filter, we'll continue to uh, get you caught up with that uh, and make sure that we are following vaccine news very, very carefully. So let's talk about mental health and and something uh, very serious. And let's talk about suicide here in the uh, era of COVID-19. The uncertainty brought on by the pandemic has been impacting people's mental health and increasing feelings of anxiety and depression. The pandemic has also led to increases in gun purchases with an estimated 1.9 million additional guns sold during March and April of 2020 compared to the same time period of last year. And having access to a firearm at home triples the risk of death by suicide. Now, the federal government launched a broad national campaign aimed at reducing high suicide rates, urging the public to reach out to others, especially during the coronavirus pandemic, and acknowledge daily stresses in people's lives. Now, the program is known as REACH. It's all, cap, all caps REACH, R-E-A-C-H. And the government campaign is the core part of a $53 million two-year effort to reduce suicide particularly amongst veterans. Currently, about 20 veterans, guardmen, and reservists die by suicide each day. Let me say that again. Currently, about 20 veterans, guardsmen, and reservists die by suicide every day, about 1.5 times higher than those who have not served in the military. And the government says that 14 of those 20 were not under the care of the Department of Veterans Affairs, pointing to a need for improved community outreach. Public health experts urged people to go to the website wearewithinreach.net and take a pledge to reach and be part of the solution to stem suicide. The website offers information on risk factors for suicide and ways people can get help. Now, public health experts should take steps to essentially minimize the risk of suicide, including encouraging secure storage practices, advertising crisis support resources, and informing gun owners about the risk of firearms in the home. Just remember that even small gestures can make a big difference for someone experiencing suicidal thoughts. A friend, a family member, or even acquaintances are only a phone call, or even nowadays, a Zoom call away. Now is a great time to stay in touch and strengthen our social groups and connections. Given that there are fewer things to distract us from our loved ones, today, more importantly than ever, connection is key. So let's talk about dubious COVID-19 quote-unquote cures that spread, especially as they're spreading in Latin America. So Latin America is no stranger to uh, word-of-mouth misinformation or disinformation. But here, uh, specifically with respect to despair and anxiety, where no one has control over this pandemic, people no longer know which way to turn. Each seeks to find solutions in their own way by testing all sorts of remedies to the point of, unfortunately, even testing toxic products. Populations uh, lean toward the eccentric from consumption of fruits of avocados and pineapples to possibly even dangerous solutions such as aspirin dissolved in hot honey. Medical professionals have warned against the use of these unproven cures during this pandemic. 
Now, it's unclear how these questionable remedies have originated. Suggestions for countless improvised remedies are surging from everywhere and transmitted by all kinds of means, including WhatsApp, Facebook, or even just old-fashioned word of mouth. Now, for some, it's due to misleading information from country leaders. You know, in Brazil, for example, you have President Jair Bolsonaro, and his message encourages the use of uh, mainstream medications like the malaria drug hydroxychloroquine and, and dismisses the coronavirus as, quote-unquote, the little flu. In Bolivia, for example, if any of the COVID-19 symptoms appear, people ingest chlorine dioxide instead of going to a hospital or seeing a doctor due to a lack of test materials and protective equipment uh, in many facilities. So, you know, the way I look at this here is that in every part of the world, hard science has to compete for the attention with uh, pet theories, rumors, and traditional beliefs uh, during this pandemic. But interest in dubious medicines has been especially high uh, in Latin America, where the virus is uncontrolled uh, and many political leaders on the right and the left are promoting them, whether out of genuine faith or a desire to offer hope or even possibly deflect blame. Plus, in regions where people can afford quality medical care, alternative treatments are widely being touted. So COVID-19 has battered already fragile healthcare systems, and lockdown measures have devastated economies without bringing the virus under control. Health professionals say some people are now ignoring medical advice to protect themselves against the coronavirus and instead relying on these unproven remedies. People are testing a wide range of suspicious treatments, but the odds of any of them being helpful are considered to be low, and some of them are known to be even potentially harmful. So we will continue to follow these stories, and, and, and again, I would not be surprised if we continue to hear more, more stories like this because people are genuinely afraid. And governments like ours here in the U.S., in which there is no centralized plan, uh, and in some parts of uh, in other parts of the world where we're, where we're seeing increasing cases and without any plan uh, for uh, improving public health infrastructure, I, I can understand why people are afraid. Um, I'm afraid for them, to be perfectly honest. And, uh, and I can see why they are uh, um, moving toward uh, desperate measures like this. And, and, and our thoughts here at Noise Filter are with them. And again, we will aspire to continue to bring the best information forward. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.